real ass bitch. Give, Give a, a fuck, fuck about a nigga. Big Birkin bag, whole five, six figures. Stripes on my ass, so he call his pussy digger. Fucking on his scamming ass. Rich ass nigga. What up, what up, what up, man? Welcome back to the Talking My Shit podcast with your host, Too Skinny. I appreciate you guys for tuning in every week, man. That shit is dope as fuck. Um, I just want to start off, like I said, by saying thank you. Real talk, that shit uh, means a lot that you guys share my stuff and uh, listen to it. And I'm glad that it helps you guys get through your day, you know, even if it's just 10 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever, I'm glad that uh, you guys are tuning in every week, man. Um, it does not go unnoticed. I appreciate it a lot. Uh, especially when people are listening to my shit at work, man, like, or showing their coworkers, man. That shit's dope as fuck, man. If you, like I said, if you guys enjoy it, keep sharing it, keep telling your people about it. Like I said, it's, uh, it's just me talking shit if it's your first time tuning in. So don't think, like I said, don't think that you're gonna gain anything from listening to this podcast. You ain't gonna gain shit, but, uh, but uh, we're going to just kick it. You know what I'm saying? We're going to have a good time. Anyway, so thank you guys. You know what I'm saying? But let's get the show started. Um, it's officially summer. So you already know we're going to be on some thought shit. Eastside thought shit. Um, just, just be careful, everybody. Um, I don't want any of y'all bitches getting burned up and shit, you know? <laughs> Talking about having a city girl summer. Y'all better wrap it up. Anyway, uh, let's get right into it, man. I wanted to talk about this app that just pissed me the fuck off. Um, you guys probably heard about it. It's called Offer Up. Bro, it's nothing but gente coda on that motherfucker, dude. Cheap-ass motherfuckers don't ever want to pay you what you uh, put the shit up for sale for and always want to lowball. I know the app is called Offer Up, but uno se pasan de verga, dude. Um, I put up an iPhone for sale for like 220 bucks, and this dude hit me up. He's like, I got $40. Like, what the fuck I'm supposed to do with $40, dude? Get the fuck out of here. Anyway, um, I was reading, I, I saw this meme, or not this meme, but the screenshot on Twitter of this guy who, uh, who sent some pictures to, uh, it's a screenshot of an offer up conversation. And the guy's like, hey, will you take 500 for the car? And the guy's like, E, kind of looking for a 1500. And then the guy's like, 550 cash in hand right now. And he's like, you know what? I'll take that. When can you meet? And then the guy's like, I'll meet you right now. So then the guy's like, okay, here's the address. Um, here's the address for where we're going to meet at. I'll have the car at about 11. So the guy's like, cool. And then uh, he's like, yo, I'm here right now. Where are you at? He's like, oh, okay. Are you there? He's like, yes, where are you at? He's like, now go inside and help and get help because you're smoking crack if you think I'm going to sell the car for five fifty. So I guess the dude, like, instead of giving him his address so he can sell him the car, he just he gave him the address to a rehab center. <laughs> so, um... Because the guy was lowballing him like a motherfucker, which I thought was hilarious because motherfuckers are cheap as fuck, and that's what I'm gonna start doing. Finna start giving them some bullshit ass address, bro. Hitting me up with some lowball offers. Anyway, I didn't mean to start the show off so mad. I just fucking pissed that motherfuckers keep lowballing me for my iPhone. Anyway, um, for those of you guys that know, uh, my license has been suspended for a few years now. Um, <laughs> that's, I know you guys were expecting me to say months, but now that shit, my license has been suspended so long, I forgot what it feels like to have a license, bro. So anyway, I don't give a fuck though. I'm still out here whipping it. But, um, but when I don't whip it though, I am, I'm out here riding Uber and shit. And the thing I wanted to talk about was Uber. That shit be pissing me off like a motherfucker when people, when the Uber driver want to talk to you and have a conversation, bro. I know people are like, oh, you sound like a dick, bro. Nah, bro. It's just like, dude, like let's, let me get in the car. Let's not talk about anything. Just take me to where I need to go. I'll jump out. We don't have to know each other's name. Nothing, bro. But people always want to have a conversation or, like, always insisting to tell you some shit. And then it's like, dude, that shit's boring as fuck. Why are you talking to me? Like, I'm trying to listen to 
too skinny talk shit on my headphones and you're trying to see how my day's going fuck out of here anyway the reason i'm bringing that up is because um because some embarrassing shit happened to me in an uber this week so i was uh i was on my way to uh to work i got picked up from uh from my house obviously and uh i'm on my way to work and then the guy that picked me up he wasn't talking to me which is cool you know but the thing is that this motherfucker had on the radio, and the radio was not playing anything. It was just super staticky the whole ride to my job. All you heard was like, shh. And the thing is that it wasn't like at a low volume. It was like at a high volume. So I was like, dude, why the fuck are we listening to it? But I didn't want to say nothing because the guy was pretty intimidating. He was a big black guy, you know. Not saying that it matters, but just to give you a, a, a painted picture of how intimidating I was. I was like, oh, no, I let my homie... Uh, I'm gonna let him play his static radio. Maybe this is his favorite song. Anyway, so we get to uh, about, we probably get to about a block away from my job. And by this time, my head is hurting. I'm pissed. So I'm like, dude, why the fuck are you listening to the static radio? Why don't you just turn it off? Like, can we just not listen to anything? And he was like, the thing is that if I turn off the radio, then I have to sit here and listen to you breathe. And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, man, you breathing all heavy and shit. So I got to listen to the static radio instead. So then I was like, dude, I should have just kept my fucking mouth shut. Why the fuck did I say anything? But anyway, he was right, though, because I, I, I guess I never realized when we are sitting in silence, all you could do is hear my breath. <laughs> but anyway, fuck that, dude. And I speaking about like catching my breath, though, I did want to keep you guys updated on some news. Um, I've officially started working out and I've officially gone sober. So, well, not completely sober. I still be smoking weed and shit, but but I'm sober off any other substance, and I'm sober off of alcohol for the meantime. I'm not saying I'm gonna quit drinking. I'm just saying maybe I'm taking a summer for a summer. Maybe I'm taking a break for the summer, you know, just to slow down. For the people that know me, you know I've been going hard for like the past eight years or so. So I was like, you know what? I'm trying to lose some weight right now. So I was like, I, I, maybe if I stop drinking, you know. Uh, It'll help me out a little bit. So I stopped drinking. You know, this is my, officially my second weekend without drinking. Well, it's only the morning Saturday. When, by the time you guys hear this, it'll be Monday. But right now, it's Saturday morning. So I'll keep you guys updated if I do get fucked up tonight. But hopefully not. I'm trying to stay sober. Um, and uh, I, I actually hired a personal trainer um, to help me work out, to help me get started. Because I feel like I needed a little bit of extra motivation. Because my fetish is not disciplined enough. So I got a personal trainer, and it was actually a pretty cool experience. It was my first time ever with a personal trainer. So we actually meet at this gym uh, out in, like, uh, Naperville. But the craziest shit was, uh, happened because I was I went on my first day. It was Monday. It was my first time working out. It was my first time working out in, like, two years, honestly. I hadn't even, like... Like, the most I work out is when I go upstairs to my room. That's it. That's it. And then, uh, so when I walked into this uh, to this gym, dude, it was, like, 6 in the morning... The first thing that greets me is a big-ass, like, big-ass dog, bro. Like a fucking German Shepherd-sized dog. And the first thing he does, he does, he does. <laughs> the first thing he does is comes up to me and starts smelling my dick and starts smelling my butthole. And I'm like, yo, get the fuck away from me, dog. So I got harassed by a dog as soon as I walked in the gym, man. That shit was crazy, bro. And the thing is that it's like, dude, I know I'm a big motherfucker. And it's 6 in the morning. My shit stank. I already know, bro. So this motherfucker got his nose all up on my ass, bro. And it was crazy because, like, nobody said nothing. Like, they just let him keep smelling my ass. And I was like, yo, get this motherfucker away from me. I don't even want to work out. But I guess, um, anyway, so the dog, he ended up, like, he's like, this motherfucker stank. And then he probably went away somewhere else because he left me alone after that. And, um... 
And I was working out. Dude, nobody told me that working out makes you fart. Y'all should have told me that shit, man. My personal trainer got me doing sit-ups, and he's holding my legs so that I won't lift them off the floor. And he's like, okay, you're going to do 20 sit-ups. Dude, he made me do 20 sit-ups. I farted like 19 times. Every time I would come up, it would just be like... I would just come back up and keep farting. And then you could tell, like, like we didn't speak about it, but you could just see his face kind of, like, turning disgusted. <laughs> but I'm, I'm sorry, dog, but that's how it is, you know? Now, now I know I'm going to try not to fart, but that shit is hard not to fart while you're working out. I don't want to hear none, nothing from you motherfuckers either talking about, I don't fart when I work out. Fuck y'all. I'm fat. Anyway, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to get up. To get started with my workout and and see if I can see any changes coming soon. Um, I don't know, motherfuckers. I, I do feel good though. Motherfuckers be like, oh, you start working out, you start feeling good, and they're right. I do feel a little bit better. So I'll keep you guys posted on every episode on how this whole workout shit goes, man. Um, and how the hardest part has to be eating healthy, bro. Cause that shit, dude. You know how hard it is for me not to pull into a drive-through, bro. I'd be like a crackhead when he need heroin and shit or crack. But anyway, um. I, I wanted to get into the story uh, this week of, uh, of uh, dude, I just can't believe that dog was smelling my boho like that. shit was crazy. <laughs> anyway, uh, I want to get to the story this week of uh, of Tony. Tony, if you guys know me personally, you know one of my best friends, his name is Tony. Uh, the reason I am saying his name is because I will be posting the article on my Instagram so you guys can go reference to it since you guys won't be able to see it since you're listening to this and not watching it. But, um... If you're from Aurora, you know about the story, you know, if you're not, or if you are, you just haven't heard it, this is going to be a perfect story for you to listen to for the first time. It's the story of uh, how Tony got us, how Tony got arrested on Christmas Eve for waving a BB gun at McDonald's drive-thru. And we were, um, so this is what happened. We, uh, it's Christmas Eve. Um, it's me, Tony, and another friend. We're not going to drop his name because... He has a lot of illegal substances on him, and I'm going to speak about him. <laughs> so we, uh, it was the three of us. We go to this party. We went to this party, like, somewhere out in, like, uh, Batavia. I got invited by one of my white coworkers. Dude, we walked in the party. It was nothing but white people. We were the only Mexicans there. And, you know, I dress pretty baggy because I'm fat. My homie was dressed pretty baggy. He doesn't, he, they don't wear skinny jeans. Tony was the only one that looks like a nerd. And then uh, the, the white kids just kept staring at us like, what the fuck? Like, who the fuck invited the Mexicans? So then finally, we were just like, you know what? I think we should leave. So we left. And then uh, we didn't have shit to do. It was Christmas Eve, but we didn't want to stay home. So I was like, um, well, let's go get some McDonald's, and then we'll go kick it at the crib. So we were like, cool. So we pull up to the McDonald's on Union Street. Y'all already, if you know this McDonald's, y'all already know we was in the hood. So we, we pull up to the McDonald's. It's a long ass line to get the food. So we get in the line. And uh, I will tell you this my friend in the back, he was a drug dealer. Like I said, I won't say his name, but he had a baggie of drugs. And I'll say the drug just because um, that was in our past, it's not current. So he had a big bag of cocaine. And it was about, maybe about, three grams or so, and uh, I had it in my hand, and uh, I'm embarrassed to say, but we were just, I had it in my hand, and it was, uh, we were just riding around, so I had it in my hand, and we pulled up to the drive-thru, and uh, and then uh, as we're pulling up to the drive-thru, Tony pulls up from under his seat a BB gun. It was I thought it was a real gun, because it looked real, because he spray-painted the orange tip, but he's like, oh, look what I found, I found it in uh, at my job, and what, what Tony does at his job is he does a... Uh, he does insulation for houses. So he, he does some Mexican shit at a house. He just puts like 
the, the like the he puts like the pink shit on the walls. I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about, but so he goes to different people's houses every single time. So every time he goes to someone's house, he like steals something or smells someone's panties. And then uh, so this time around, he stole the, this BB gun from somebody's house. So uh, so he's waving the BB gun in the car. You know, we're having fun, and I'm like, all right, cool, it's funny, put it away. So then somebody pulls up next to us, and while we're in line at the drive-through, it was one of our friends, and Tony waves the gun at him, and then the guy just laughs and he skirts off. He's he probably thought it was a real gun. He's like, fuck, these guys are crazy. So he left. So then we're getting closer and closer to order our food at the McDonald's drive-thru line. So um, I actually, uh, and then we finally pull up to the line. And when we pull up to the line to order, Tony's ordering food and he's waving the gun out the window as he's ordering food. And actually, I'll play the clip right here for you guys. We have uh, two McDoubles and a McChicken. All right, I know that you guys can't uh, really uh, distinguish what's being said because the, the video quality is pretty low. Like I said, I will also be posting this on my Instagram at 2skinny300 so you guys can watch the full video. But he's he's in line and he's ordering like some chickens and then he asks us if we want anything and I'm like, nah, B. And then, uh, and that, then after I've turned off the video... Um, uh, we, we, he put the, his hand back in the door, like in the car, and then uh, we looked to our right, and there was a police cop car, the Explorer, right next to us. Like, it wasn't moving. It was just next to us in line. We were already at the window to pay, and the police was right next to us. But we didn't lower our windows because we had tinted windows, and the cop has tinted windows too. So he didn't lower his window. He didn't say shit to us. He just went around. Like, he just left. Like, he went around the McDonald's. And then I was I was panicking. I was like, dude, I think that's for us. And then he was like, nah, fuck that. He would have said something. And I was like, yeah, you're right. He would have said something. Why wouldn't he have, right, if it was for us? But I was still kind of paranoid. So I grabbed the big bag of Coke that we had, and I put it on my pant waistband toward the inside of my pants. Um, I put it like... I put it like in my ball sack almost, but it was just not really in my ball sack. It was just like laying in my pants. But, um, and then we pull up a little bit more and we get our food. The lady lets us pay for it. She gives us the food. Like everything's all good. So as we, um, as we start leaving out the drive, out the drive through, we're going to hop back into, I think that's Union Street. Dude, as soon as we're going to hop back in, we see like four cops parked at Walgreens, but they don't have their lights on or anything. They're just parked there. And then we take a right heading towards, uh, New York Street and as we take a right, I'm shoving, like, the Coke bag in my pants, like I said. We're, and uh, as I shove it down my pants, the bag rips open. So I have cocaine all on my ball sack running down my leg all the way down. So, like, my leg is numb as fuck right off the bat. I can't feel my dick. Nothing. And, um, and Tony... And, and, and as, as, as that happens, I look to our rearview window, there's like 10 cops behind us. All of them have their lights on. Tony pulls over. Uh, they all draw their guns. So everybody has their guns out, right? But I, I'm freaking out because I got coke on my ball sack. Tony's freaking out because he has the BB gun. Drug dealer in the back doesn't give a shit because the drugs he sold us are already down my pants. So he's not going to get in trouble. But anyway, uh, that's my homie. Shout out to him. Anyway, so as the cops are approaching the car, I'm scared as fuck. Tony's like, what the fuck? He, he doesn't know what's really going on. He doesn't know this is real life. The cops approach the car with their guns out, pointed at us. They're like, put the fucking window down. So I put the window down. They're like, put your hands out. So we put our hands out. Tony puts his hands out. The guy in the back puts his hands out. And they're like, 
and then they they come up to us and they come up to us and they put the the flashlight on us and then they were um they were like yo what the fuck like what's going on do you guys know why you guys are being pulled over and then i just didn't say shit i was like, i don't know what's going on i was about to start crying and then the and then tony was like man y'all tripping he tries to get all tough with them and shit he's like man we didn't even do shit and then they were like all right like open the car door and he's he, he pulls one of these out he's like nah man i know my rights i was like dude just cooperate i ain't trying to fucking die bro so then tony's like all Oh, man you a bitch and then he's like all right so whatever so then the cop opens both our doors and he's looking at the floor he's looking at my pants i'm telling you my pants even on the outside they have like powder all on them but the cop doesn't really notice you know he's just kind of like whatever he's like where's the gun and then tony's like what gun and i'm like dude give him the fucking gun like why are you playing this game with them and then tony was like all right so he reaches under the car seat and he gives him the toy. He's like, it's a toy gun. It's a toy gun. So he, Tony actually doesn't reach. The cop reaches under. He gets it. And he's like, it's a BB gun. So then all the cops are like, oh, thank God. Like, we don't got to fucking deal with this. So a lot of the cops left. But we still did stay with, like, four different cops. And then the cops were like, why the fuck were you waving a BB gun? Do you guys know where you're at? And all this shit. Trying to check us. And I was scared. So I was like, I'm so sorry. And Tony was like, man, fuck y'all. And then the drug dealer homie was just super quiet, you know? Like, gangsters, they keep their quiet, so whatever. I was still kind of panicking, though, because I have all this coke down my leg, you know? And they're like, all right, we're going to search the whole car. So they start searching the whole car, and then they find the baggie like it's empty but it's still a baggie and you can still see residue on the bag so the cop comes up to all of us and he's like okay so who the fuck has the cocaine and we're like oh no like no what are you talking about you know and then he's like, i'm gonna ask you guys one by one if not you guys are all getting picked up for a felony charge so i was like dude fuck this i'm finna snitch but then they asked my drug dealer homie first they were like yo is this shit yours? And he was like, man, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. So then they asked me, is it yours? And I was just like, fuck, I can't be the one to snitch. My homie already said he didn't know what he was talking about. I was like, I got to play the same card because if I snitch, they're going to be like, oh, you a snitch. So I was like, oh, you know what? I don't know what you're talking about, dude. So then finally, um, the guy's like, the guys, the police finally figured out, like, oh, well, we can't charge them for just a baggie. So they were like, where are you guys going and all this bullshit? And I had just got done Christmas shopping before we went to that party earlier. So I had, like, a whole bunch of brand new shoes, video games in the back seat. So then the cop was like, all right, I'm going to let you go. Um, just don't do this shit ever again. So they searched all of us, you know, head to toe, but they never found shit on me. And then... Um, they were like, all right, we're going to let... So you guys are good to go. So as we were being, like, let go to go back in the car, Tony's dumbass was like, man, I told y'all wasn't shit going to happen. And then they're like, what? And then I was and then I was like, dude, just shut the fuck up. Let's go home. He was like, man, I knew y'all wasn't going to do shit. So then the cop comes back. He's like, all right, you're getting arrested. Puts the cuffs on him, takes him to jail, makes us get all of our Christmas shopping bags from the back of his car and then tows his car and makes us walk. It was like two in the morning, dude. We had to walk down like uh, Union and like State Street or some shit. We was in the hood, bro, walking around with like all brand new video games, brand new shoes, and Tony's dumbass had to go to jail. Finally, we went to the fucking, we went to, we went to pick him up out of jail and he's walking out like shit didn't phase him. But this is actually a true story, you guys. This is not bullshit. And I'm actually going to share on my Instagram the, 
the article of the event because the um the Beacon News actually got a hold of this and they put his whole name and address on the Beacon News and. I don't think Tony's family even knows about this. He never told them. And even though his whole name and address were on the newspaper. I, so if your parents hear this, my bad. <laughs> but uh, thanks for checking that out, man. Go check out the, the Instagram post with the video and the article at 2Skinny300. Um, uh, and keep following my pages. I'm going to have some uh, big Aurora shows coming up. I'll be here at the Art and Fashion Show uh, July 19th, the Under the Lights Art and Fashion Show with the homie Jacob Cepeda. I'm going to be putting a, f a little comedy show there for you guys too. And I'm going to have uh, a big show coming up as well for the city. So just stay tuned with all that. Thank you guys again for tuning in, man. It's your boy Too Skinny. And let's go have a city girl yeah, summer, bitch. I'm turning to a dancer. Yeah. I make it clap like he got the right answer. Sit on it with man and sit it harder than a hammer. He want a freak pussy.